Hello, I'm Dr. Jimmy Smith. Welcome again to the Word of God, the time that we shall spend today in the book of James, James and chapter 1. Let's begin in verse 9. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perish. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Well, here James, as he speaks to us again concerning marks of Christian growth and Christian maturity, one of the marks is to have a humble heart, a humble spirit. And there's nothing wrong with having wealth and having riches. Here in verses 10 and 11, the implication is not to permit uh, a person's wealth to cause them to feel that they're better than other people and that they're proudful and arrogant and what have you. But we see here that God will bless the humble. As we think about the definition of the term humble, it means the emptying of self. That it's not about me, that unto God be all the honor and the glory, that I am what I am only by the grace of God. And without him, I can do nothing. And with him, all things are possible. And that's one of the marks of Christian maturity. We know that we are growing in grace. We know that we are getting closer to God. We know that God has connected with our heart and with our mind when we come to the realization that I need him. I need him and without him I am nothing and I can do nothing. Therefore, I humble my heart before the Lord. And the Lord, he delights in humility. Jesus, the humble servant, the creator of the world, he came and he allowed himself to be beaten upon, spat upon, and crucified. Why? Because he loves us and he had you and I on his heart, on his mind, as he would select and choose to die for our sin, for my sin, for the sins of the world. And we say, thank you, Lord. And so here we see the creator in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. There are many verses in the Old and New Testament that speak to us concerning the fact that God is the creator. Uh, God spoke the world into existence in Genesis and chapter one and verse one. And we see God the Father in that verse. And then in Genesis chapter one, verse two and three, we see the spirit of God would move across the face of the waters. We see the spirit of God's involvement in creation. And in St. John and chapter one and Colossians chapter three, around verse 16, we see the Lord Jesus Christ involvement in creation. And so we see God who is creator in him. We live, we move and have our being and yet he would humble himself. And so beloved, the text speaks to us here again in James, James chapter one, verse nine, let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. God appreciates the humility so much that he will promote the person 
because God knows that the person will be able to handle the promotion, that the person will still be humble. The person will not boast, will not brag, will not feel that he or she is better than other people. And so we say, thank you, Lord, for grace. Grace means God's favor. And thank you for your mercy. Mercy is God not giving me what I deserve. I deserve the wrath of God. And so we rejoice in the triune God. We believe in one God who eternally exists in three persons, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. And we see other verses that speak to us concerning the fact that God appreciates humility, so much so that he will elevate the person who is humble. And so I ask you, beloved, you want a promotion? Can you handle the promotion? You want that nice car? Can you handle having that nice car? You want that beautiful home? Can you handle it? Nothing wrong with it, but can you handle it? How will it change you? You want the nice clothes? Nothing wrong with that. Clothes do not make the person. People have always made the clothes. But the question is, can you handle the name brand, et cetera, et cetera? And that's the whole ball of wax. Note the text again here in James, James chapter 4. Let's pick up in verse 10. Humble yourselves. Note that the Lord says, you do it. We do not pray, oh Lord, would you keep me humble? We do not pray that. The Lord says, humble yourself in light of who he is. And what I am, O wretched man that I am, redeemed by the blood of Christ, we have the indwelling Holy Spirit. Yes, and I'm still enhoused in this flesh, and I have the propensity to sin, and I will sin by word, by thought, and by deed. May it be true that we're overcoming some of the sin which easily beset us. May it be true that we're developing a relationship with the Lord and we're beginning to walk with him and we're not sinning as often or as easily as we used to, that we're not being led by the flesh, but led by the spirit. But we understand that we're still in this flesh and we thank God that the blood of Jesus Christ will never lose its power and that we are redeemed and we are forgiven and we say hallelujah and thank you Lord. And so we come to the Lord and we humble ourselves. We do not ask God to humble us. God says, humble yourself in light of what I am. I am in need of him. He is not in need of me. And so the text says, humble yourselves, the emptying of self. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Note how interesting that is. In the sight of the Lord, there's nowhere I can go and not be in the sight of the Lord. The Lord is omnipresent. The Lord is omniscious. He's omnipotent. God is omniscious. He knows everything. He knows what I'm going to do even before I do. There is no place I can go, even if I feel that I'm home alone and, you know, everyone, they're out for the moment and it's just me. The Lord says, do not be mistaken. I'm there. My eyes are on you. And there may even be an angel there. 
But the songwriter said, no, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. No, never alone. He promised never to leave me, never to leave me alone. And, and what a truth. What a great truth. That's the word of God that will never fail, that will never change. And so may the Lord exalt us because of the reward of humility. We see it further in another passage as we think about this great text in the book of 1 Peter, 1 Peter and chapter 5. We see the Lord would echo the same passage, the same command, the same sentiment, the same statement concerning the value and the importance of humility. Here in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 5, Likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed with humility. For God resists the proud, but give grace to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time. No, verse 5 says, and be clothed with humility, as if I'm putting on a shirt, putting on a jacket. May humility completely cover my heart, cover my spirit, cover my words, cover my attitude, my motive, etc., etc. Why? Because for God resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. Can you use more grace? Certainly. Can you use more favor? Certainly, I haven't met one person yet who said, you know, I'm just about sick of God's grace and mercy and goodness to me. That's nonsense. That is crazy. If anything, we'll, we ask, Lord, would you have mercy on me? Lord, would you, may your grace increase in my life. The Lord says, I'm willing and I'm able, but are you willing to humble yourself? Make no mistake about it. That's the will of God. That's the plan of God. Humble yourself. You do it under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you when in due time. When is due time? Due time is his time. And it is our time to humble ourselves, beloved. May it be true of you and I that we've decided, we have decided to humble our heart so that God may bless us as he so desire. Could it be, beloved, that it's not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, O oh Lord, standing in the way and standing in the need of prayer. We pray that we will confess our sin to God and humble our heart before a holy God. That's the route to a divine blessing. Help us, Lord. Help us. In Jesus' name, amen.